Greetings to all my tech heads out there in the Kev Techify Nation. And if you're new here, welcome. In this episode, we're going to look at DHCP version 4 concepts. We'll be discussing DHCP version 4 server and client, DHCP version 4 operation, the steps to obtain a lease, and then finally the steps to renew a lease. This episode is part of my series on switching routing and wireless essentials. I'm Kevin here at Kev Techify. Let's get this adventure started. DACP stands for D Dynamic Host Configuration Protocol. This is a server that hands out those IP addresses on, on your network. Now, in a, typically in a business, in a production environment, having a dedicated server, that's the way to go. It's scalable, usually more stable, and you can usually make it work to how you need it to work on your network. Typically, it's a Windows server because you have to have the Windows DHCP server that will tie into Active Directory and DNS to make all of those systems work correctly. Typically, it's a Windows DHCP server. There is a Linux DHCP server that works great out there. And this is for bigger corporate networks. And I even see a lot of smaller companies using these type of systems. If you have to set up a quick DHCP server. You have to set up a DHCP server in your so in a Soho office. Cisco router works. If you have if you have like the executives, they work from home, and you want to set up something there to make sure they're on the corporate network and they have access to those systems they need. Maybe setting up the Cisco router there can help you do that in a test environment in lab networks. I set up DHCP servers quite a lot on my routers there. The Cisco operating system, it supports a full-featured DHCP version 4 server. It has all the features you typically need, but it just doesn't scale to larger networks. And so we that's where we use it as, on, on a smaller network. This is It's optional. You don't have to use it. In, in a production environment, I don't see a lot of people doing that. And this dynamic signing of these IP version 4 addresses. DHCP version 4 works with IP version 4. That's why we put the version 4 at the end to signify that. What it does is there's a pool of addresses that pulls from. Now think about having a hundred computers out on the shop floor. You'd have to go out there and manually program, program in those IP addresses. Well let's be honest with you. You wouldn't go out there. You'd make your intern go out there and do it right. And do you trust your intern to type in 100 IP addresses? No, probably not. And so what you want to do is why not make a server to do this automatically for you? And that's what this DHCP server does. And you set it up and you give it a pool of addresses. This, these pool of addresses, let's hand out one of these addresses. We hand it out and you can use it for a certain time. When you're done, we'll return it to the pool and somebody else can use it. DHCP is, typically operates in what we call a client-server environment. There's the server that has the pool of addresses that hands it out, and then there's a client that requests that. The client connects to that network. It leases an IP version 4 address. Now, we use the term lease, just like when you say you're going to go out and sign a lease on an apartment. You get that lease for a specified amount of time. You get certain information 
with it, you get the use of that apartment for that amount of time. That's what happens with an IP version 4 address. That client leases that IP address and then you can use that IP address for a certain amount of time until your lease is up. At the end of 12 months, you have to leave your apartment. That's what you sign the lease for. But typically, before your lease is up, the landlord will come to you and say, hey, do you want to extend your lease? If you do, you can sign here and you can have it for another year. If you choose to, you can have that for another year or you can say, no, I'm going to move out and then you can move out there. Same thing with an IP version 4 address from that server. You get that IP address from your DHCP server, you get it for a certain amount of time. 24 hours, a week, a month, whatever you have it set as as the administrator. And at a certain point, you can contact the server and say, hey, I'd like to renew that lease. And then they'll give you that give you a whole new lease on that starting from when you made that. Now what these leases do is they make sure that those addresses are usable, that the client doesn't keep it. Because if your client comes on, leases an IP address, and then leaves and never uses it again, we wanna be able to reuse that IP address. When that lease expires, it gets returned to the pool. Or when, in some operating systems, when that operating system gets shut down, they release that IP address and it can go back into the pool and we can have another user use that. And if you come in and if the lease is set for a short amount of time, you come in one day, you'll have one IP address. Come in another day, you could have a different one. All your systems will probably work on the end devices, but it's the idea of reusing those IP addresses. If you enjoyed this episode on DHCP version 4 concepts and you get value out of it, and depending upon what platform you're using, please click that like button, give a five-star rating, subscribe to my channel, leave a comment. Doing this supports the channel, which in turn helps me bring you more great content. You can also visit my website at kevtechify.com for all of my details and how to get these episodes in video and podcast form. The process to obtain a release, it's a four-step process. It starts up here when your DHCP client turns on. And so when this device, it turns on, it boots up, it loads the operating system. First thing it does is it sends out a broadcast. Anywhere on my network, I send out this broadcast. Hey, is there a DHCP server out there? We're discovering if there's any DHCP servers out there. That broadcast gets sent out to all the devices on my network. DHCP server over here, it hears it. We hear that broadcast and that DHCP server because that's a DHCP broadcast. I'm a DHCP server. I'm going to reply back to it. Now, because the DHCP server knows the IP address where it came from, that DHCP server is a unicast going backwards. So the original discover was a broadcast because I don't know of any DHCP server. So I'm going to send it to everybody, everybody on my network. Hopefully somebody is a DHCP server. DHCP server hears that the offer comes back. It's unicast because I know where that request came from. I know the IP address so I can send it to that IP address. When I send that information back, it says, hey, I'm a DHCP server. Here is an address offer. If you would like, you can use this address. And then it gives them an address. 
the client hears that coming in and says, okay, I, I, I get that IP address. I accept your offer. Now, when it goes back, notice it's a broadcast. Now, why is that a broadcast? We know who sent us that DHCP request. It's this IP address of the DHCP server, right? But what happens if there was more than one server on your network? Here's DHCP server one, DHCP server two, DHCP server three. This original broadcast goes out. All three of these DHCP servers, they hear that broadcast. They all send offers back. And so all of a sudden the client gets three offers back, each one from a different DHCP server. Now the client, the client, the first offer it hears, that's the one it's going to use. And so in this case, we hear the offer from DHCP server one. And so we hear that from server one here, that's the one we're going to use. Then we send back the request saying, or yeah, the request saying, hey, I accept this offer. I formally request to use this IP address. Now we send it out as a broadcast. The reason we send it out as a broadcast, when we send it out as a broadcast, yes, DHCP server one will hear that, but then also DHCP server two and three hear that and they can rescind their offers. And so they can return that IP address back into the pool and somebody else can use their IP addresses. And that's why this is a broadcast here in step three for the request. So if there's multiple DHCP servers, we can send back the unused requests, put those IP, IP, IP addresses back in the pool. Now that request goes back to the server. We say, okay, we formally request to use it. The DHCP server, then we can send the unicast back because now we know which device asked for it. It goes back and says, we accept it. And the DHCP client then can set that IP address to whatever the offer set. And so it's a fork, fork step process. It's a discover, right? Then we have the offer. Then we have the request. And then finally we have the acknowledgement. Now, how do you remember that process? Well, we have the discover, we have the offer, we have the request, and we have the acknowledgement. We have a D, O, an O, an R, and an A. Dora, Dora the Explorer. You're trying to find an IP address. Dora the Explorer is trying to find whatever she's exploring for. I'll be honest. It's probably one of the worst ways to remember something, but it works. If you have a different way, let me know. We'll come up with a better way. But Dora, discover, offer, request, acknowledgement, that works. And so that helps remember that four-step process. And so that's how those leases are obtained. At a certain point, you can renew your lease. And how that works is the client here sends out that request and notice it's a unicast because I got my lease from a certain server. And that over here, that was server one. So I know the IP address of that server I got it from, so I can send it right there and saying, hey, I want to renew my release. The server gets that in, sends back an acknowledgement once again, it's a unicast because it, it knows what device asked for and we send it back. The renewal is a two-step process. Now, when does this renewal happen? 
the first renewal attempt is at half the lease time. So half the lease time. Oops. Half the lease time. Let's say our lease was for 24 hours. So our lease is 24 hours. At 12 hours, they're going to ask for this lease renewal. It's going to say, I would like to renew it. The server's there and it replies back, okay, your, your request is acknowledged. Here's your renewal. And the new lease starts here. So you get a 20, sorry, you get 24 hours with the renewal here. Renewal. That says renewal. But what happens if that DHCP server is not available? What happens if maybe you're rebooting it, you're doing some maintenance on it, you are doing, maybe you change DHCP servers, you're doing an upgrade. And so this DHCP server is no longer there. Now they have to use DHCP server too. Maybe that's why you had a couple DHCP servers on your network. Well, now we wait for half of the remaining time. Half of the remaining time. So we waited 12 hours here. We got 12 hours left. The total lease time was 24. We waited 12 hours. We got no response. So we wait half the remaining time. So that's 12 hours. We wait six hours. And at six hours, we try to do that renewal. If we get, if the DACP server's up, you're done rebooting it, then that lease starts at this point in time. So the 24 hours starts here, it works. But if that DCP server is not there, it'll wait half the remaining time. Half the remaining time, there's six hours left. We waited 12 hours, we waited six hours, so that's 18. 24 from, or 18 from 24 is six hours. Half of that remaining is three hours, so we wait another three hours. Now, if the DACP is there, we renew the lease, you get 24 hour, you get a 24 hour lease. If there is nothing there and it doesn't renew, what happens then? Well, we start the DORA process, looking for a new DHCP server on the network. We start that DORA process and going through and hopefully we find a new um, DHCP server. Now, if there isn't one, yes, time could expire. And depending upon the operating system, when time reaches zero, a lot of them will just hold on to those IP addresses so they can still connect on the network, but they'll continue doing the DORA process after that. So at zero hours, they'll continue holding that same address, but they're going to do DORA a lot to find a new IP address. And so that's the process of the renewal. It was my pleasure to provide you with this wonderful episode on DHCP version four. If you like this episode and you got value out of it, and of course, depending upon what platform you're using, please click that like button, give a five-star rating, leave a comment. This all helps me bring you more great content. Please take a minute to subscribe to my channel. All of my socials and contact information are on my website, techify.com. You can get all these episodes in video and podcast form. In the upper right is my playlist for my series on switching, routing, and wireless essentials. 
in the bottom right is one of my favorite videos that I linked just for you. Thank you so much for watching this episode of my series on switching, routing, and wireless essentials. Once again, I am Kevin. This is Kev Techify. I'll see you next time for another great adventure.